0: Void
1: prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My conversation this week is with Ahmed Best, a storyteller, artist, educator, and futurist who helps facilitate the game Aphorhythms from the Future. In this bonus episode, Ahmed and Aphorhythms from the Future co-creator Dr. Lonnie Brooks take longtime Academy host Alice Saltmarsh through the game. Tell me a bit more about Afro-rhythms from the future. What's it all about?
2: I was so influenced by how algorithms needed to be just more representative of us that I coined the term Afro-rhythm. And so I created Afro-rhythms from the future, an imagination forecasting game that really increases and amplifies perspectives on the future from a Black, Indigenous, people of color perspective. All right.
3: We like to say with every algorithm of oppression, there's an afro rhythm of liberation. And so this afro rhythm is liberating that radical imagination, is liberating your mind and giving you the agency and the ability to create these things that you want to see in your universe and in your world.
1: It, it is amazing to have a collection of time nerds together. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. the word is. What do you think the word is for a collective of time nerds?
3: Um, maybe this
2: is like A lifetime of time nerds. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to say how we met. Yeah. Um, Ahmed's brother in law texted me like a few years ago and said, Hey, my brother in law is interested in Afrofuturism and love to speak with you. The next line was, and he played Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars. (laughs) I was like, Oh, okay. Right.
3: I was in my car on the way to brunch in Los Angeles, and I was like, Let me just call Lonnie Brooks really quick. And it ended up being a three hour conversation in my car over FaceTime. And the conversation was so great that, and I had already been thinking about doing a, a podcast about the future. And I was like, this is the podcast. Me and Lonnie geeking out over future stuff. Like, this is it. This is what we should do. And that's when we started the Alpha Futurist podcast and, and Alpha Rhythm from the future um, as the game. And Lonnie's being really nice. I, I kind of bogarted my way into. Um, that situation. And it's only because I always wanted to be a game show host. So I've been practicing my game show technique since I was a very young child. And so when this thing showed up, I was just like, oh, this is it. This is my window. I get to jump in and be a game show host. And you know, most of the time, I'd be the only Black person in these rooms where people talk about these enormous ideas about the future. And I noticed that in all of these conversations, Black people didn't exist. Yeah, And so whenever I'd bring that up in these rooms, in these conversations, everyone would immediately get incredibly fatigued. Like, nobody really wanted to talk about it. And I always wanted to talk about it. And when we talk about Afrofuturism or Afro-rhythms, we're not separating anyone out. That's, that's not a way of Indigenous thinking. That's not a way of African thinking, right? It is all about inclusiveness. And so we look at Afro as the birthplace of civilization and where all the other civilizations have grown. And we're drawing on that ancient wisdom to help inform and bring the world together as an earthling community. When we start taking it from there, the sky's the limit as far as our imagination, as far as our creativity lies. And it should be fun. We like to say eradicating white supremacy is fun and it's good for the kids too.
1: (laughs) I am really excited to play it. I think we should play the game. (laughs) Yeah,
3: for sure. Our roles in this game, Dr. Lonnie is the librarian. He creates the context. I'm the seer. I'm the guide. I take you through the game, take you through the rules, and then I help you synthesize the ideas, the creation part. The fear usually is, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to play. There are no wrong answers. We are always, as we say in improv comedy, yes and everything. (laughs) So Ella, close your eyes. Yeah. Take a deep breath in, in and out. And let that deep breath move through the right side of your brain. And when you imagine that oxygen swirling the right side of your brain, think about a lightning storm. We begin. Our
2: game with
3: tension cards.
2: Dr. Lon, do you want to explain what the tensions are? Yes. Uh, The tension cards represent what we might think of as driving forces or uncertainties about the future. We don't know how it's going to turn out. And we choose two from them. So what does a world look like with more or less decolonization in it, African innovation, magic, Black leadership, surveillance, and more or less stories of spirituality and ecology. These are the cards that are going to frame our universe.
1: Two cards that spoke to me immediately were one decolonizing. Nice. And the other around magic.
3: Those are the two. Ooh. Decolonizing magic. i right, we'll put those Ooh. two together and there's no more Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's our universe. So, Now that we placed our world, we get to make things, we get to create things. And so this is how we create things on the world. You take an inspiration, our inspirations are transcendence, pleasure activism, disability justice. What's hitting you today,
1: Ella? I'm gonna pick the inspiration that feels most uncomfortable Yes. uh, in the spirit of vulnerability. So let's go for pleasure activism.
3: You take an inspiration, you put it with an object. Our objects are medicine, public park, library.
1: Let's go for a library.
3: Yes, a pleasure activism library. Give me my library card
2: <laughs> right now. <laughs> yes.
3: Those mm-hmm. might be some books I'll never bring back. <laughs> so let's think about pleasure activism library that has an enormous amount of magic, an enormous amount of detail, Now we get to make artifacts and put them in our world. So let's make some stuff.
1: Hokey dokey.
3: Creating the future is a practice. It's not an intangible process that is only available to a certain few in the know. It's something that you can get really, really good at, right? And what it does is it creates these new pathways in your brain. What is this pleasure activism library? And don't think of a library just as a
2: building, you know, library just means a a place where we store information.
1: So when we're literally
2: wired to think and imagine the future and to tap it. And so the more that we can tap and create like these synaptic connections about the future, we can create these cognitive prosthetics, limbs in the mind to imagine the future
1: so when when you were just talking then the first thing that came to mind was like an accumulation of female voices from throughout history who we were singing about pleasure
3: yes what are we moving through what are we decolonizing
1: we're, we're decolonizing our bodies
3: yes from what what are we decolonizing our bodies from fear of what
1: women's potency
3: Uh it also heals the past traumas right imagining new futures really heals past traumas
1: we've turned it into something shameful sinful that's it
3: shame you know we have to get to those uncomfortable places this is what this is how we define decolonizing right we're healing through this trauma why do you think those shackles were put on so go to that uncomfortable place.
1: I mean, the, the thing that came to mind was white women have imprisoned other women of color. Yeah. Like, it, it feels
3: like... Both to get to things. this place where we can be liberated, not forgetting the trauma, but healing through it. Yes. And, and what are those songs that we are accumulating in, in our choir?
1: I think they're, they're songs of awakening. Hmm
2: hmm Forecasting games can actually create alternative memories of the future that are plausible, that see beyond white supremacy, see a greater legacy. We can actually experience healing across generations.
3: You know, and the, the old saying,
2: you know, I became a man, I gave away childish things. I hate that saying,
3: right?
2: It's so important that we give ourselves license to play and imagine. Play, games, media, art are ways to tap and extend those synaptic connections that really form the future in our minds. The that
1: came to mind was like um, a big shower that you walk through and that the sound of the voices rain down yes. on you. Yes. And you so hearing all of these voices of women throughout our existence kind of sing of their potency, you get connected with yours.
3: Yeah, it's like a sound bath of feminine council voices.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think as as you
3: know, the future for most of us feels like that something that's done to you, right? People try to future all over you. It's from this idea that, you know, billionaires only have access to the future. Those who are very well off have access to the future. But through this game as a tool, We realize that we have agency over the future that we want to live in. We can create these things. What we do now is we send our pleasure activism library to the universe to represent us as a planet. And that is how you play Afro-Rhythms from the future.
1: God, I love it! (laughs) That's it. Boom! (laughs) I'm trying to find the words. It's such a a new journey. The use of visualization, the support of creativity, the non-judgment, like your non-judgment throughout gave permission to be as fantastical as I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I've been so lucky today to get to experience this game and you've created an Afro Rhythms experience for the long-time Academy listeners.
3: Yes. We've taken the game and we've synthesized it into a meditation where you get to create, ideate, build a universe, build a world, build artifacts. And that is a practice that you can do every day to get you into this space right, we can focus and curate our experience more towards liberation. And I think that's what this movement has shown us over this past year, that there is a way to curate a liberation experiment and having that be popular culture.
1: Afro-Rhythms from the Future is a collaborative, design-thinking, storytelling game that helps activate our radical imaginations by Centering the Experiences and Wisdoms of Black People and BIPOC. You'll find more information in the show notes.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality Go to Bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?